Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1188, air date March 6th, 2023. I want to go to Dr. Shiva. Now, Dr. Shiva, if memory serves me, this is all your lawsuit, I think a couple of years ago, at least two years ago or even longer, all brought this to light, this backdoor. Explain it. Just, first, I want to just make sure people understand nomenclature. Why is this important? What is a backdoor? John Mills, who's you know worked with DIA, is a, a not not an Intel guy per se, but worked in the Intel community as being second deed over there. Knows a lot about this. He was blown away and got to me over the weekend when this was exposed on Twitter, and he hadn't really heard of the lawsuit. I said, "Hey, this is somebody you know, Doctor Shiva's known this for a couple of years. What is a backdoor? Why is it the third rail? Why, when you found it out, it was so important?" And I realize it hasn't been covered to the depth that we everybody should have covered it. But why now? Why is this so important? And why does this really put a glaring light on the crime scene that's Twitter? And quite frankly, Elon Musk, quote unquote, management or mismanagement of Twitter since he's taken over the crime scene, sir. Steve, the important thing to understand is, you know, the First Amendment says that Congress shall uh, uh, essentially pass no laws to bridge the freedom of speech. What has happened is the unholy alliance between Silicon Valley and Congress uh, resulted in the formation of CISA, which resulted in the creation of this backdoor portal, which our lawsuit was the first to expose. And it was only you and Gateway Pundit that covered our lawsuit. And it is my opinion that the other influencers in mainstream media were essentially uh, told, directed not to cover this third rail. And the reason is why. Because what our lawsuit uncovered is that the First Amendment is essentially gone. That... And when I say backdoor, if you recall, Steve, what we uncovered was on uh, in the September uh, 2020 and October 2020 hearings in Massachusetts, where I was thrown off Twitter and I was thrown off because I exposed government malfeasance. I went into court, represented myself against three uh, attorneys in federal court, and it was revealed that the government, the first revelation was the government has a thing called a partner support portal, a VIP access into Twitter that they used to silence a U.S. Senate candidate. I received a huge victory at that point on October 30th, 2020. You guys covered it. Jim Hoft covered it. And the importance of this was that government and big tech, we found, actually has a particular vehicle to get into it. So, you know, John Mills is not getting this right. It's not a line of code. And if we just think it's a line of code, we're letting these guys get away. Here's a big issue. So in October 2020, we figure out there's a thing called the Partner Support Portal. That results... Uh, in me on November 4th being put back on Twitter. Judge ordered Twitter, uh, judge ordered the government of Massachusetts that you will not screw around with this guy with his election. Well, on November 4th, I'm back on Twitter, unfortunately after the election. And then I start tweeting away on February 1st when I once again share the evidence on Twitter when I'm put back on of the, that the government had uh, uh, participated in election fraud by deleting ballot images. Boom, Steve, I'm taken off within 17 minutes. And that revealed the existence of algorithms. I went back into federal court on May of 2021. And during that period, Steve, the second part of this portal was I had discovered, which I shared with you guys, a series of documents called playbooks, which were created at Harvard Belfer School. And those playbooks revealed a step-by-step manual on how you would silence U.S. citizens if they went against the government. And that manual was revealed in court. And what that revealed was it was not just the portal with the partner support portal, but an ecosystem of government and non-government officials, a rotating door of people who had gotten together at Harvard Belfer School 
with my defendants, which included Twitter, which included uh, the government of Massachusetts and a whole array of people to create a silencing infrastructure. Okay, which today the grifters are calling the censorship industrial complex. And none of those people covered this in 2020 or 2021. You did, Steve, and Jim Hoff did. All right. Before we go on, I want to invite each of you to come to our next open house for Truth, Freedom, Health. I personally host the open house every Thursday at 11 a.m. EST and then again at 8 p.m. EST. You'll learn about Truth, Freedom, Health, which is a movement, a platform, as well as a community and much more. And we are dedicated to raising your consciousness through education, theory and action practice. You'll learn how to think beyond left and right pro and anti, so you may start to see things as they truly are and become a force for real and lasting change in your community. Again, to join us, simply RSVP at vashiva.com slash orientation. You'll meet lots of great people from across the world. Again, it's every Thursday at 11 a.m. EST and again at 8 p.m. EST. Simply RSVP at vashiva.com slash orientation. Be the light. Now let's go back to our program. And that led to the judge in that lawsuit, if you remember, the judge said, this lawsuit, Dr. Shiva's lawsuit, will go down in history as a lawsuit that will be covered in every constitutional law class. While we were on your shows and others, Steve, we were getting this out to close to 250 million people. Again, none of the mainstream media, none of the so-called free speech influencers purposely didn't cover this because this is too, it's a third rail. So uh, that led into a follow-up hearing, which was supposed to take place in July. In May of 2021, the judge appointed me a constitutional lawyer. He said, you've done such a great job in fighting this lawsuit. And at that point, it was me against seven lawyers, three from Twitter, three from the government of Massachusetts and the state election direct uh, and the National Association of State Election Directors. In fact, Wilmer and Hale thought I had shadow counsel because they said there's no way this guy could have written all these briefs. So in June of 2021, you may remember, Steve, there was a document that came out from the Stanford Internet Observatory, which we were the first to expose. Yeah. And that was called the Long Fuse Report. In the Long Fuse Report, it detailed not only the partner support portal, not only the government and non-government actors, but it also detailed the fact that Pierre Omidyar, the guy who founded The Intercept, the Murdochs, and other billionaires had contributed to create the non-governmental NGO called, uh, or support funded called the Center for Internet Security, which served as the laundering mechanism, so government would shut, would send their request to silence someone to this NGO, and then the NGO will, would tell Twitter, Facebook, et cetera. That ended up resulting, Steve, in a wonderful diagram, which people can go see on winbackfreedom.com, which became part of the second amended complaint. Well, the lawyer that the judge appointed me freaked out, Steve, and he said, oh my God, he goes, where'd you get this? He then, two, three days before the lawsuit is due, he guts my entire lawsuit, says, Shiva, you're going to make history. Be happy to just get back on Twitter for, with injunctive relief. Drop all the claims against the government. Well, I didn't want to play that game, Steve, and I refused. And within 72 hours, not only did I have to fire this lawyer, but then I had to do thousands of pages of briefs myself. When I went into court on July of 2021, it was like a pit of viper, Steve. By the way, 5,000 people were in Zoom over the course of this watching this lawsuit. And again, none of the mainstream media covered this. In July, what ended up happening was a judge threatened me. He said, you will only, uh, uh, you will drop all the claims against the government. He threatened me with going after all my computers, threatened me with criminal time, jail time, et cetera. And then he sealed the lawsuit because he wanted to hide that diagram. Well, I'd already put it up on Twitter. 
I mean, up on uh, social media, uh, on my own website, winbackfreedom.com. But what that revealed was that the backdoor portal is an ecosystem of these billionaires who funded the NGOs, government, non-government officials, the entire sort of, it was a, it was a mini PhD thesis, Steve. So we are, so again, no one covered it, but you guys. In October of this year, or 2022, October 2028, 20, you may remember Musk walking in to Twitter saying, oh, I'm going to let this sink in. And on the 29th, I was still on Facebook. I posted, I said, Elon, if you're serious about free speech, are you going to take down this backdoor portal? Well, that started going semi-viral. And then, boom, The Intercept drops this story saying, oh, my God, we've discovered this backdoor portal with DHS. Well, remember, Steve, the backdoor portal is a full ecosystem. And this is what is called in, in the intelligence community a limited hangout. It was a damage control. And FANG, who was with The Intercept, gets suddenly promoted all over the Internet. Tucker Carlson has him on. Glenn Greenwald retreats him, the ACLU. And it was a plagiarism of our lawsuit, but it was a limited version. It was a tip of the iceberg. This is a classic technique where the intelligence community releases a little piece of something and then wants to hide the larger ecosystem. Well, I blasted The Intercept. I blasted, uh, you know, Tucker, et cetera, because why, why didn't you cover our stuff? Because I emailed Tucker and Greenwald back in 2020. And the reality is that the Intercept story was a limited hangout, damage control, because they knew Dr. Shiva, I wasn't going to stop. And I continued blasting it out there. And but, 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 Musk but, but hang, puts me but hang back on, on Twitter but, but, but on hang, December hang, hang over a second. Yep. Glenn, Glenn Greenwald's been at the tip of the spear of exposing this. Why would they – what did Fang, who's a pretty well-known guy, what did Fang not cover – when when they basically said, "Hey, we now see that there's a uh, there's a backdoor portal," what they not they didn't get to the depth of the ecosystem that it's actually just deeper than a portal. There's an entire ecosystem that part of it's funded by these uh, by these billionaires in, in partnership with Stanford and other people. Is that what they didn't get to? Yeah, well, they didn't get to the the, uh, the important pieces, Steve. This ecosystem, DHS, is one small piece. It's like you know, you're looking at the elephant and you're showing them the tusk and you say, "Let's move along." The reality is who funded the Center for Internet Security's clearance system to do this laundering of censorship? Pierre Omidyar, Steve. Pierre Omidyar, as you know, is the one who founded eBay. He's the one who bought PayPal yeah. from Musk and Thiel. And guess who funded, started and funded The Intercept and funded it? Pierre Omidyar. So why don't you cover your boss who founded, started The uh, Intercept? Why aren't you revealing that he's the one who funded this backdoor mechanism and funded the clearance mechanism? So this is, you know, you remember the Nixon administration and the Haldeman tapes, they found out Nixon said, oh, yeah. we don't want to rele release everything about Watergate. Let's release a manicured story so the public thinks they got it and let's move along. And that's what, what they the, did, Steve. Let me, hang, 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 let me go back to this. Is your suit still sealed by the judge? Did he see, is, is your suit still sealed and the only thing that we have is, is your diagram, the only thing you were able to get out well, what, what before I did, he what sealed I did, it? Steve, yeah, what, what I did, Steve, was that they wanted to buy me out, which is just get back on Twitter, you know, and drop all the other claims. And the judge had a threat of criminal and all, uh, all, all this stuff against me. So what I did was I filed a, uh, an amended complaint, which included the diagram. And I said, screw you guys. I don't want to just go back on Twitter and hide all this stuff. But now, Steve, we're starting the lawsuit, which we'll be, we'll be filing very shortly against CISA and DHS. You see, we went after the government of Massachusetts. Remember, we never went after Twitter. The judge brought in Twitter. It was always a government. 
And now we're going after the real issue, which is, which is a federal government, CISA and DHS. But the bottom line, I think the third rail is that if you look at this, Elon Musk knows everything about it. The day that I got back on Twitter in December 20, 2022, I did a tweet which said, hey, Elon, I'll be the CEO of Twitter. Well, that got like 20 million views. After that, Steve, from December, January, February, March, I started escalating my attacks on Musk. I said, are you going to take down this portal, this backdoor portal? Clayton Morris from Redacted in an open Twitter spaces on December 22nd said, Musk, Dr. Shiva's lawsuit has shown that this backdoor portal, are you going to take it down? Now, Musk thinks everyone else is stupid. He said, well, that's very interesting. It sounds very Orwellian. I'll get back to you. He's never gotten back to anyone. But since December, January, February, I've escalated tweet after tweet after tweet. Are you going to take down this backdoor portal? And I've had to take a lot of heat from, quote unquote, conservatives who think that Musk is their, you know, false god. And the reality is every time I tweeted, Steve, up upwards, yeah. attacking him, my impressions have gone down from 500,000 per day to 350,000 yeah. to 50,000 to 20,000. Musk is not D Dr. there Shee to fix the crime scene. Yeah. He's part of the crime oh, scene. Oh, I know he's... There's no doubt about it. Uh, Dr. Shiva, we're going to have to bounce, but I've got to get you back on. So we'll, we'll, after the show, we'll figure it out. Right now, how do people go and get access to as much information? Because they're going to have to immerse themselves in this. Where do they go right now to get the most information possible until we have you back on? They should go to winbackfreedom.com. It lays out all the uh, all this, uh, dossiers and the transcripts of our lawsuit exposes, you know, all these influencers, Taibi, and all these people who are essentially lapdogs for Musk, covering up and doing essentially feigning transparency, Steve. So winbackfreedom.com. There's a lot more to this, but Musk is really the devil here. And people and conservatives are being sheepled back into, you know, thinking that he's solving free speech. In fact, what he's done is created an environment where it's it's essentially the death of free speech 2.0, uh, Dorsey was very open about it. Musk is essentially taking a much more sophisticated view, and people yeah. are in digital cages now. Okay, let's get. We're going to get everybody to the site, and then we're going to try to work with you and get you back on tomorrow to go and to take another cut of this and go into more depth because this is very explosive. I knew as soon as Mills came to me with the technical part of it, I said, "Well, hang on, this dovetails right back to what she was talking about." And now I remember it was actually before the election of 2020. You were you? I think exactly. we had you on in September, October. September, October. Okay, That's Dr. Shiva. Th thanks, Steve.